here is a casting notice looking for little people. They're going to be really polite about this. This is like when somebody says African-American, but then something horrible about black people. Those African-Americans are raping our women. You know, oh, it's so much nicer that you wrote African-American there. Thank you for using the current terminology. That's what's happening here. They're writing little people needed for a music video. And uh, they're looking for little people for music videos. So how respectful do you think they're going to be to the little people? We are looking for little people to act in music videos. Are you under four feet, ten inches tall? Are you looking for help in building your acting portfolio? We can get it done. And then they write, free consultations available. And that was my favorite part. Because what kind of free consultations are you offering the midgets? Hi, I'm here for my free consultation. Yes, yes, of course. Uh, come in. So, you're a midget. That's right. And you want to be an actor. Is, is that correct? Yes. You're fucked. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I, I was wondering about that, but I wasn't entirely certain. Now I'm going to go and get my law degree. Thank you for the free input. Here to help. Hi, and welcome to Dazed and Convicted Craig's Lost. I'm Monica Homburg. Don't listen to my daughter podcast. It's terrible. I'm back. I think. I think I'm back. But I've moved in the past three months, probably about seven or eight times. And I'm fucking exhausted. And probably super irritable as well. I mean, I'm not the most patient person to begin with. But I went to a monastery to do a meditation class, and I wanted to kill the monk. I think I'm doing it wrong. I have what I think is a really fun episode. I have some Craigslist ads. I also have an email or two that I've received, and those are always amazing. I'm getting to the point, you will hear this during the podcast, my voice is starting to sound raspier and raspier. It always sounded in my head as though I was a smoker. I always expected when I would listen to my voice to sound like Kirstie Alley. I never expect that it sounds really light and lilty. And that's the stuff I do for voiceovers. I always get hired to do these very like upbeat and engaging and peppy voiceovers. And it's generally when I'm super depressed. But as I've gone along, like the past two months, my voice is getting darker and darker. And it's a little horrifying because now at this point, I know what I sound like. And I also know what I think I sound like. And they're starting to merge. That's like one of those Stephen King novels. This guy creates these worlds because he's writing and these characters and he creates this really evil character and then the character comes to life. I feel like that's what's happening now is I am, I've developed this really dark persona that's sort of only partially who I am, but now that's becoming real. So uh, I hope you enjoy the episode and the rapid disintegration of my identity. Vaginal Secretion Reports you know, with a title like that, I was going to click. 
Vaginal secretion reports wanted. Compensation, 40 pounds. Which, I looked, is $60. Now, I don't know what the going rate is for vaginal secretion reports, but I would say that is a fairly good rate. Let's get into what that entails. I have a fetish. No kidding. I have a fetish for natural, non-sex-related vaginal secretions. Oh. Why am I suddenly grossed out? I'm looking for a lady who is friendly, conversational, articulate, and open-minded enough to provide me regular reports on all the goings-on with her vagina. No meat required. What a fun call that would be Sunday morning. I'll meet you a little bit later for brekkie. I gotta talk to this guy about my vaginal secretions. So he wants regular reports. He writes... Think of it like a diary of your vagina's activity. (laughs) Your vagina's writing a diary. Dear diary, today I am wet unnecessarily, but also a little frustrated. If only someone could fill me up, lol. I think my vagina is like a 12 or 13 year old girl writing in her diary because she's super pouty, generally frustrated, very moody. Now he gets into compensation. This would be rewarded with a monthly sum of money paid in advance. Wow. Suddenly the vagina secretion reports run better than any business I've worked in. They send you the payment in advance? You don't have to leak first? Being articulate, confident, eager to please, and descriptive are very important qualities for this role, as well as being able to keep the submissions varied and fresh reading. If you've ever worked in any job where you're expected to provide feedback reports, you'll notice that you will have the same comments over and over again, but you can't really do that. You have to vary it in some ways. So this one is no different. You know, you may have a day where you're like, my vagina leaked something substantial and it had this specific texture. I don't even want to get into this, okay? I'm doing this for you guys. How varied are your vaginal secretions from day to day? But this guy wants you to elaborate, embellish, create some fanciful descriptions. Being articulate, confident, eager to please, and descriptive are very important qualities for this role, as well as being able to keep the submissions varied and fresh reading. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) I'm going to add a bit of drama to it. Thank fuck, really, because there's so little opportunity to add flourish to things like your vaginal secretions. If you could just add a little pep and excitement to that Wouldn't everything in your life be better? I'm going to write a book. Embellish your vaginal secretions. Enhance your life. I also ask for pictures occasionally. These include face pictures and secretion pictures, so it's no good if you don't like showing your face, I'm afraid. This this was written, by the way, by an English person. Maybe I, I mean, let's do a few sentences like him. I have a fetish for natural, non-sex-related vaginal secretions. I'm looking for a lady who is friendly. Why does she sound like the queen? The queen is asking for vaginal secretion reports. Think of it like a diary of your vagina's activity. These include face pictures and secretion pictures, so it's no good if you don't like showing your face, I'm afraid. If a submission... 
All right, let's go back to the regu- my regular voice. If a submission is of rare quality, like an old book, I will tip. Taking above earnings above the standard weekly rate. But tipping is entirely at my discretion. Wouldn't you like to haggle with him about your vagina secretion reports? Well, I did feel that I was quite detailed about what I wrote here, Jimmy. I would say that probably seven pounds more, because I did describe in great detail the liquids that came out of my cooch. And I think that deserves something more. I recently asked for a raise uh, from one of the companies I worked for, and they did not give it to me, although I, I richly did deserve it. Uh, but uh, I feel like I feel like that would have been the angle that I should have taken. I can actually get more talking about my vagina secretions than working for your company. Here is an example of a previous report I have had written for me. Oh, fuck yeah. When I woke up this morning, I could feel my vagina was properly wet. As I wiggled my hips, I could feel my labia rubbing against each other. Could you? Really? I have a labia. I'm wiggling my hips now. And somehow, it's not like some sort of puppet act. As I wiggled my hips, I could feel my labia rubbing against each other. I reached down. I could feel damp, thick, mucus-like secretions on my panties. But between my labia was wet, cleaner-feeling secretions. Well, that is fucking detailed. This is like the vagina secretion version of a literotica story. The descriptions of your body parts that are almost absurd. No, no, not almost. He's got a little bit of a critique about this. This is a fairly good quality submission, very descriptive, but also presented in a matter-of-fact style. I'm not looking for anything contrived. (laughs) No, not at all. That's the best part about people in general. He doesn't want to admit that this is craziness in terms of how they're describing it. It is contrived. It's going to be because most people are not going to have that scintilla awareness of the goings-on of their equipment. So they have to exaggerate a bit. I guarantee you that this woman was like, I don't really even know what to write about this, and came up with that. But to him, he's like, yeah, exactly. This is perfectly factual and not exaggerated. Don't be a ham. I'm not looking for anything contrived or sexed up. Just the observations from a normal girl and her normal vagina and what it does. That, in fact, will be the title of my new book about the female anatomy. A normal girl and her normal vagina and what it does. I got a request to do a voiceover through one of the freelancer sites. And I get some decent requests, but I get a lot of ones that have a budget of like $3. This was one of those. He wanted people to read books. But it turns out the books were all written by him. So the cover, I can't even get through, but let me read this to you. It says, the Celestine Prophecies, and then he writes, what comes after? Don't read even one word in this book before reading the B-movie books. 
Where's science, romance, sex, spirituality, art, movies, music, business, humor, technology, education, psychology, God, money, politics, computers, fantasy, TV series, relationships, the meaning of life, magic, horror, drugs, drama, action, compassion, love, hate, danger, enlarging the male organ. <laughs> Where'd that come from? One of these things does not belong. What the fuck happened? Let's go back here. Let's take it from compassion, love, hate, danger, enlarging the male organs. What's next? Lies, truth, girls, alcohol, prostitution, quantum mechanics, aliens, opera, chill out, the Bible, Jesus, sci-fi, Buddha, porn, commerce, superheroes, hip-hop, meditation, Traveling, diet, junk food, addictions, dancing, September 11th, the Holocaust, trance music, depression, holidays, new age, world music, the future, the past, celebs, fame, global warming, alternative rock, the force, gothic music, the matrix, Kabbalah, jazz, madness, vending machines. <laughs> This almost seems like one of those word finder things where you have to circle certain terms. I maybe we're supposed to make a sentence out of the ones that have nothing to do with anything. I mean, sure, September 11th and the Holocaust came out of the blue too. But, you know, you were getting there maybe after junk food addictions and dancing. Recycling, books, fashion, beauty, democracy, and suicides meet. <laughs> he, really, he wrapped it up, though. <laughs> he started with where science, romance, sex, and then 8,000 other things, and then ends with beauty, democracy, and suicides meet. That's a lot of things meeting. A lot of things. Let's pick out 10 of them. Uh, this is a place where humor, chill out, September 11th, the Matrix, prostitution, jazz madness, enlarging the male organ, and vending machines meet. I still technically have this contest going. Do you not know what this contest is? Have you forgotten because I haven't talked about it for 10 months? <laughs> what a good and consistent contest I'm running. There was a guy... I hired through Fiverr. So I got, as I usually do, uh, lulled into a false sense of security because I had some good experiences. And there was a guy and he had a bunch of drawings that were super cool. And I said, can you draw me? And I gave him very specific instructions. And I gave him pictures too. Let me be specific about what he did. It wasn't just that he made me grotesque. It was that he made me look absolutely deranged and the elements that he drew around me that were supposed to represent different things fucking made no sense it was as though he had an acid trip read my description said i i hate this girl i hate the way she looks i hate what she represents i'm gonna draw her 
as fast as possible. Yes, I've done acid. Who fucking cares? So you can see, I will give you the link in the podcast notes. It's on my Instagram, so feel free to look at my Instagram. Instagram.com slash Monica.Humburg, and that's H-A-M-B-U-R-G. But I'm going to put in the show notes, very clear link from the show notes. You can see that at dazedandconvicted.com. So please look at this picture. I am looking for someone to draw a worse logo. It can be a drawing of me. It can be a drawing that encompasses elements of the podcast. It can be both. It is whatever you want. Just make it worse than what he did. And that is a very tall order. Because what he drew is not okay. And if my self-confidence hadn't already been entirely eroded by many years of trying to be an actor, this would have broken me fully. I got this article and I had to record it right away. I couldn't wait. I couldn't structure it into my day. I just had to read this. The headline is, Jerry finds 12-year-old not liable for exuberant hello that injured aunt. Is this a Seinfeld episode? A Connecticut jury on Tuesday rejected a woman's bid to sue her 12-year-old nephew for injuries she said she suffered from his exuberant greeting at his birthday party four years ago. New York City resident Jennifer Connell claimed the Westport boy acted unreasonably when he jumped into her arms at his eighth birthday party, causing her to fall and break her wrist. Look, that sucks. But I have a really strong feeling that this is the end people invite because they have to. And now they regret. Deeply. She sued the Bridgeport Superior Court for $127,000. The Connecticut Post reports that these six-member jury, they didn't even use all 12. They realized this was insane, so they were like, you know what? We need the manpower somewhere else. This six-person jury found the boy was not liable. The newspaper reported that she ignored shouted requests for comment as she passed reporters outside the courthouse. Hey, cunt! What the fuck is wrong with you? Hey, I got an exuberant hello right here for you. Connell, a 54-year-old human resource manager. Wow, it's all piecing together so well. Connell, a 54-year-old human resource manager, had testified that she loves her nephew, but thinks he should be held accountable. She said when the fucking eight-year-old. I mean, it's not like he didn't know what he was doing, but I think it was out of love. If I snuggled someone and I broke their rib... I mean, I'm sure they'd be upset and they'd be like, look, you got to stop hugging so hard. But uh, it really isn't the same thing as them coming over to you wanting to crush a rib. She said when the child jumped, she tumbled to the ground as she tried to catch him. I remember him shouting, Auntie Jen, I love you. And then he was flying at me. She testified. Connell argued that her injuries severely disrupted her life in Manhattan. Here is the magic line. She told jurors last week that she was at a party recently and, quote, it was difficult to hold my hors d'oeuvre plate. Unquote. The Post reported. You've got to have the filter in your head that says no. No, I will not say that. I mean, there's so much else you use your wrist for. She works at a job where she has... 
a computer. Her lawsuit said the injuries, losses, and harms to the plaintiff were caused by the negligence and carelessness of the minor defendant in that a reasonable eight-year-old under those circumstances would know or should have known that a forceful greeting, isn't that great? A forceful greeting. We're really getting to the end of the line in our society, I think. He was forcefully greeted. Hey! Hey, I love you! I fucking love you! So he should have known that a forceful greeting such as the one delivered by the defendant to the plaintiff could cause the harms and losses suffered by the plaintiff. I hope he was trying to injure her. The boy, the only defendant, appeared in court with his father, Michael Tarala. The boy's mother died last year. Holy shit! This is a boy who has suffered a tremendous loss. And then he has an aunt who he wants to greet enthusiastically because she has not yet died. And she fucking sues him. The word cunt was invented for this cunt. So I'm in Toronto now, and I am trying to online date there. And if you somehow think that Canadians are markedly less crazy than Americans, you would be mistaken. Daily, I get specialness. This one was particularly beautiful because it was long and hard. It started out, bouche amuse. I don't know why I'm an hors d'oeuvre. I guess I am small. I'm going to read this the way I hear him in my head. Let me start off with a personal revelation. I'm a very open, sensitive, and demanding lover and can read the texture of your skin, and it's in the moment's needs. So he does skin braille. I'm a member of OM here in Toronto. Practice tantric slash eastern forms of heightened sexuality and do personal sessions. In that, I mean friends, generally female. Generally. Refer friends of theirs to spend time with me and overcome their sexual issues. What a fucking brilliant bullshit endorsement. I am so amazing that female friends tell other friends to go to me to have me fuck them, and then they're cured. Why more men don't advertise the therapeutic powers of their dick is beyond me. I mean, they say my dick will make you feel so good, but not how. Friends, generally female, refer friends of theirs to spend time with me and overcome their sexual issues. Yeah, my issue was that I was having too much sex. Fortunately, I have no interest in it any longer. Success! I also have a feeling that these gals might have no inclination to sleep with their boyfriends. Like, that's their issue. But then they spend time with this specimen, and in comparison, their boyfriends seem markedly less creepy. I enjoy being of assistance to others and opening them up to a path of enlightenment. Oh, that's what you call it. I also like the I enjoy being assistance part. Most guys wouldn't bang a woman. But me, I like to help. The catch is... The whole fucking thing is a catch! This is all a fucking lure. The catch is... Oh, oh, just one catch? That you're a scammy fuck? Is that the catch? Oh, let's find out. The catch is 
I have needs too. He's like Shatner in my head. And for that, I cannot take someone who needs healing and care along with me to delve into my personal explorations. No, for that, I need a woman who is free in her pursuits, open to surrender, and has a desire to find her own limits of pleasurable pursuits. So, uh, he just fucks the damaged ones. And maybe gets money from them. But for relationships, he expects more. If there is any way that I can contribute to your enlightenment, the reinforcement and accentuation of your life, I would be glad to do so. Canadians really are giving. This part, I really don't understand. I sort of understood what was going on before. It's creepy and manipulative, but I got it. Now it goes to this. It is not often we come across truly open individuals looking to explore, while at the same time holding down a secure gig. What? What does the gig have to do with anything? You don't know a lot of people who want to explore fucking who have a job? Is this a small Venn diagram overlap? Like people in comedy who aren't depressed? I hadn't realized you could only be really, really sensual if you were unemployed. There is much hidden treasure in this life. <laughs> oh, fuck. There is much hidden treasure in this life. Some revealed, some shared, and much explored. I think you really need to find that which stirs your inner being, and I find an attraction that begs me to please you to no end. Care to explore your inner needs? Deeply? Douglas. Yeah. So very deeply. I was walking down the street in my neighborhood, which has a, a light, a soupçon of gangster flavor. And this guy is talking to some people, and he says, You beat up my mother! You put her on a plane! That's not family! Which is a fair statement. And that's how I feel about this Craigslist ad. A weird acting gig for five minutes. I know this sounds a little silly, but I am trying to look like a hero in front of my potential future in-laws to hopefully be. My in-laws work in the city, and I just want the person who hopefully has some acting skills to be walking on the street so fast and pushes the mom in a hurry by mistake on the street. Also, this needs to be a man, not a female, that also looks tough, can't have some scrawny kid, so preferably someone that is very tall and big. I know exactly where they park their car, so I can tell you when, and that's when I come in right behind her to make sure she's okay, etc., etc., the brownie points I will be getting here. It's nothing serious, but just more to make me look like a star. Trust me, it's easier than it looks, and easy money. Imagine this fucking guy. You see this fucking guy? He's willing to have someone lightly hurt his future mother-in-law in order to look like a man. Now, it's not working out for him, obviously. His future in-laws aren't sold on him. Which is a mystery, given this plan of his. And instead of giving up and hoping they'll come around, or being extra nice, this is his solution. I don't know why he doesn't go the distance and have someone attempt to rape the mother-in-law. 
like happen by the alley and be like, what are you doing to Gertrude, you son of a bitch? Thank you so much for listening to episode 123. My name is Monica Humberg and I am a voice actor and an actor. I do live shows, I do stand-up comedy, I also do storytelling things. Right now I'm doing those in Toronto. If you enjoy the show, here is a way that you can support me. If you know people who are looking for voiceovers, if you have a project that involves voiceovers, and these projects involve money, I've done music biopics, I've done voicemails, videos, narration for websites, children's apps, any sort of video games, animation, video sales letters, anything that needs a voice, that is something that I can do. So my voiceover site is Monica Hamburg voice.com that because i pronounce my last name like an asshole is going to be spelt monica m-o-n-i-c-a hamburg h-a-m-b-u-r-g voice.com i have a little sample of some projects i've done introducing the millie iData more than a memory drive there's nothing worse than trying to transfer files to your mobile device but not having enough space with iData you don't have to worry Did you know hummingbirds love to perch? At Wild Birds Unlimited, we have a great new item, a hummingbird swing. Simply place the swing near your feeder and watch the hummingbirds perch and interact as they come and go. It's about love and family. It's about dignity and respect. It's about doing the best you can. These are the things that define quality of life. And for seniors, quality of life centers around the home. Yet for many senior homeowners, quality of life is challenged by rising expenses, lower income, and longer life expectancy. All of our vacation homes are conveniently located near Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, and many more attractions, so you can get the maximum amount of fun time there. Here is some of the fun Florida is famous for. Again, my voice site is Monica Homburg voice.com and my regular site is monicahomburg.com thank you so much for your support yeah thank you how about you pretty good that's good that's good to have those yeah that's very important it's sick today yeah every time you turn on the news sick right